Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. We are so excited you're here today. You're here with Bernice. And I'm Ella. It's a very special day, everybody. It's our 100 episode, baby. 100. One, zero, zero. That's so many. Ew. (laughs) That's so so crazy. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. We've talked about so many things. I know. We still got new, fresh ideas. I can't believe that. I know. <laughs> well, we want to begin the episode by just saying thank you. Um, I still can't believe to this day that people listen to this podcast. Or how many people listen to this podcast and from where. Yeah, yeah. It's one and the same, one and the same. So, yeah, shout out to every to people who are still listening from the beginning, to people who uh, gradually catch up to all the homies that have been real ones and to the ones that don't, you know what, whatever, it's okay. You get to see us on the regular basis, I guess you get content IRL. Yes, and everyone who has liked or supported or reviewed or told a friend any type of support outside of just listening, an extra bonus star for you. Thank you so much. We couldn't do it without y'all. I know. I'm not going to lie. If you're my friend and you listen to the podcast, you are my favorite. (laughs) You get bonus points for being a stand for the support. You know who you are. Exactly. As a gift for our listeners, we're going to be giving you guys the link to our OnlyFans. It's I'm dropping. Sorry. It's dropping. It's dropping. 100 episode. We're showing our titties. We weren't kidding. So hit us up if you want that OnlyFans <laughs> link. <laughs> well, just get taken down for soliciting. No, we're totally kidding. I will not be showing any of you fuckers my titties. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so before we begin today's episode, which we're going to be covering something very, very fitting to today's episode, I want to do a quick check-in. Ella, it was your birthday week. How did it go? What did you do? You guys, uh, you're not going to believe this, okay? So literally recorded the podcast, was so excited because what do I say about birthdays? How you spend your birthday dictates the next year. Oh. I left here to go to a birthday dinner. I almost fucking died. A tow truck slammed (laughs) into me on the freeway and totaled my fucking car. And (laughs) what I say, like, obviously, like, I'm a dramatic bitch. Be like, oh, my God, I almost died. No, it was, like, actually a very scary situation. I went into, like, a complete shock. I have not driven since then because the car's totaled, of course. I just want to say in lieu of a GoFundMe, if you could just rate the podcast, maybe just throw a little review in there that you're happy I'm alive. That would be great for me. <laughs> Damn. And, you know, what's funny is I've been... This this rental car company has been kind of messing with me, kind of making me feel cuckoo bananas because the rental car company calls me, hey, you need a rental car. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Monday, 9.15. Monday, 9.15, nothing happens. No one shows up. I call them. They don't answer their phone. I call again this morning and they're like, yeah, well, we we're supposed to pick you up at 9.15 yesterday. And I was like, yeah, you guys didn't do that. And he was like, oh, really? And I was like, I wouldn't be calling. I wouldn't be calling if you had picked picked me up and done your job. And he's like, okay, let's reschedule. Reschedule to later than a day. Later in the day comes and goes. I call them again. I'm like, I have to record a fucking podcast. So I'm going to need this to happen now or it has to happen after <laughs> that. And he was like, he said, you guys, you're supposed to call us to reschedule. And I said, I did this morning. And he's like, oh, really? They didn't come pick you up? So I literally feel like I'm going crazy. Like, I'm like, are you guys gaslighting me? Like, what's going on? (laughs) 
So <laughs> birthday didn't go as planned. I also, I think it's my first birthdays. I've been sober because, you know, I was concussed. You're, you're not supposed to like drink when you're concussed. So I didn't. Bitch, you're lying. You called me way too early fucking Saturday morning. Well, that was Saturday. And, and I said I on like- my birthday. Okay, on my birthday. I didn't drink Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I drank Friday. Okay? It's a birthday week. You're supposed to be intoxicated. Are you not? I did nothing. I had to sit at home and hope that I didn't die. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It's okay, I- you guys. I woke up Monday, and I just realized... It's all going to be okay. I'm not going to lie. The first thing when you sent me the picture of your car, the first thing I thought was not the paddleboard in the back. <laughs> I know. I was I, the paddleboard was in the car cuz I was going to go paddleboarding the next morning, you know. And now I, I'm like it, it 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 was it's so fucked, okay? Because my car's not worth that much, right? So I was just going to run it into the ground until you get a new car. But, you know, the financially fiscal idea is to run your car into the ground because if it has no trade in value, you might as well. So now yeah. they're going to give me a thousand dollar cash and tell me to, like, go lick my asshole because um, <laughs> I can't replace a car for a thousand dollars. So it's OK. It's OK. It's all going to get figured out. I like that your positivity, the good vibes sending your way. You know what? Maybe there'll be a sur- silver lining. You never know. I'm waiting. <laughs> but enough about me and my my drama. What's up with you? Well, you know, I like to uh, keep things interesting over in Vernie Say World. And I like to overbook myself because I'm a yes person. You just ask me, you want, you want to do something? Yeah, whatever. Let's buy a ticket. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I never write dates down because I am irresponsible. I don't know. So this past weekend, it was my roommate's birthday. And she wanted to go to like a summer club, like a day club, very like vegas Miami, but in like Queens. And the same day, I had bought tickets to like a show, a rave um, that started at like 10 p.m., ended at like 5 a.m., you know? And I thought, I got this in the back, been there, done that. This is like a little Vegas day for me. I can do this. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Um, No, I'm retiring. Like, this was like a bad idea. I... Uh, 20 almost six year old me is not just can't handle those vibes anymore like I don't think I could actually I don't think I could ever handle those vibes like looking back I'm like yeah those were all terrible choices like I was on one the entire day I ended up crying most of the time and that's kind of how it went it started strong day club was fun Uh, I mean it's been fucking hot hotter than Satan's asshole in New York so Mm -hmm. a day club a little pool I haven't been in a body of water in a minute so that was kind of nice um it was a vibe because you literally were like right next to the interstate like you know you were in the middle of Queens but yeah so that was cool I definitely realized promoter land is not for your girl I just the the energy I just don't care there's a lot of like girls there that are like kind of being nice to them because like I guess they get you in the door but personally I'm gonna tell you when you ain't shit and I just know um one of my roommate's friend was like talking to one of the promoters he happens to be French and she's like you're so exotic and I was like okay first of all I hate when people use that word to like to describe other people like a human being like and second there's of all, exotic animals there's not exotic yeah, humans yeah that was giving icky and then you know i was like already feeling myself and also he's from france he's european like that is the most basic shit so i was like 
He ain't shit. He's literally European. That's the most basic shit ever. This promoter was like, ah, and I was like, yeah, I said it. Anyways, um, I continued, <laughs> continued on to me being on one. I, I literally got home. I was hosting a pregame. I got home when the people were getting there for the pregame. So Bernice was not like ready at all. They get there. They help me do everything because I'm incompetent by this point. They're like mm. the ones running my pregame. I'm like, thank God other people know how to do how to lie then the guy i've been seeing rolls back into town now he's coming to the show i'm going to i'm excited but i'm also super drunk like i should have been put to bed at this point you know um but i make it out i make it out baby and then the rest of the night it goes as predicted a shit show because what happened was there comes a time when you drink all day where you just hit a wall where you're mm-hmm. physically there but emotionally spiritually like my my being was left at the pool I was still at the pool you know what I mean like that, yeah. I never made it out of the pool so yeah that uh slowly crumbled I, did, I I had some fun but I was definitely not myself and then I did happen to you know I was dancing I was having a good time. I was not like being truly myself because I, I couldn't. Nobody was home at that point. And I just remember like throwing my ass back. And here's the thing, like if I'm going to throw my ass back on somebody, I they usually want it there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm usually expecting a good response. And the response was not as anticipated. Now, did that not send me into the biggest spiral I've had this year? <laughs> So there I was, unstoppably crying. Oh, gosh. This raven was so embarrassing. I had to leave early. And mind you, early was 3 a.m. Oh, God. (laughs) That's so late. And I went home and I was just like so upset, like inconsolably upset, you know. Yeah, woke up the next day. My ego was a little bruised, but honestly, like, I massively, like, overreacted to a situation that really was not that bad. I've gained some perspective since. <laughs> well, that's all you could do, right? Move forward. I'm really, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning that I'm retired. I will not be doing any long day drinking events. Only one event a day. Thank you. Probably for the best. Save you a little coin. Oh, my a God. Coin, yeah. A little coin. Yeah. Let's not even talk about how much I spent that day because that, that, that is the real, the real kick there but you know let's start the show because i really don't want to (laughs) run episode 100 let's go thanks for your concern episode 100 if we haven't said it enough can you believe it But uh, today we're going to do a little reminiscing and we thought if we're going to reminisce, we can talk about nostalgia and feeling nostalgic. Yes. (sighs) What a year it has been. It's crazy. A year. It's been over a year. It's almost been two years. It's it's closer to two years. Oh my God. Yeah. Because 100 divided by 52 times two. There's 52. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we do math out here. We know how to math. So almost Um, two years. Almost two years. It's crazy because we started during COVID and it did take a year to plan this podcast. Not because it's like a huge idea, but because Elle and I are huge procrastinators and we thought we needed all of this equipment and things to like get started. But really, that's just another way of procrastinating. Yes, we we have like, you know what I found out is that Billie Eilish sang Ocean Eyes into the same mic that we use. 
And I was like, okay, so at least I did a good enough research. Like if it's good enough for Billy, it's probably good enough for our podcast. But the amount of research that got us there took forever. <laughs> and people always are like, oh, like what advice do you have to starting a podcast? And I would be, I just said, just start it. Yeah. And figure it out as you go. You don't need to spend, I don't know, a thousand dollars on equipment. <laughs> To have a podcast when we first started, you know, sometimes there were weeks we got like twenty listens, right? Yeah, the beginning was a was rough. It was the a slow was burn. But listen, at the end of the day, I will say this once, and I I think this is like the best thing ever. Is like, yeah, twenty listens doesn't seem like that much, but really, if you get twenty people to come listen to you talk, that's still pretty fucking cool. And now yes, there's a lot more of you, little fuckers. So thank you grateful i always whenever we have like a really good like podcast week i think about like oh my god when was the last time i did a comedy show with that many people and i was hyped because it's hard to like picture what a hundred people in a room look like and then you do a hundred seat comedy venue and you're like oh fuck this is actually a lot of people a lot of ears yeah so yeah i think so should we do some of our favorite episodes or should we just talk about nostalgia what do you think i think we're just gonna do just nostalgia nostalgia i will say that everybody else's favorite episode is when we're being messy i yeah my favorite episodes (laughs) so far have also been when i'm being messy i know you all truly like it when i embarrass myself and i don't but i like the episodes with guests so we're gonna bring those back I also, mm-hmm. I miss our friends, Jay and Leslie, where we talk about our our queer series. We should bring those back. So there'll be more things coming. Things are in the works. They're in the noggin. They will, they will come out. Um, but yeah, since this week, we're kind of like looking back. We're feeling a little nostalgic. We're we're reminiscing the, pa- the past. We thought that'd be a good and appropriate topic for today. So you want to give somebody, you want to get a quick definition of nostalgia? It's just a sentimental longing for the past. Just yeah, a feeling it, of something that you kind of miss. It feels like a sigh to me. You know, you're like, oh, my ex-boyfriend. And then you're like, actually, I don't miss him. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the nostalgia is fake. Uh, you're just playing yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. it's real. Uh, the thing I think about sometimes is, like, I see young people on apps acting like grown-ups and I'm like oh man like if I could only go back to that age when I didn't have to like worry about bills and stuff and like I could make mistakes and I didn't have to be a grown-up like the best thing about being a kid is that you're not a grown-up like you know and I'm sometimes nostalgic for that because I also too wanted to be a grown-up or thought I wasn't a grown-up so badly that I didn't get to enjoy it. I agree. I there were some years where I wanted to stay young and then there were some years where I was just like ready to eat the world. And I guess if I were to go back, I would have told my high school self to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Because I really like could not be stopped. I I wanted to consume. Like I don't know how else to describe it other than yeah. like I wanted to live everything at once. But yeah, no, definitely times where I didn't have to pay bills. Right. I miss those. When, yeah, where I didn't have to feed myself because I'm really bad at that. When I didn't have to buy my own contacts. Yeah, all God. those things. There's just the little things and you're like, God damn it. I guess thank you to my parents for buying me all this in the past, but I wish I would have appreciated that. Now I do and I say thank you to them, but that's something I'm, I do feel is real nostalgia. 
I agree with you. Another one would be like, I would say I get really nostalgic with like places and sometimes when I'm like in them. So like when I went back to Seattle after college, I would like go past these places I lived in and was, I don't know, trotting around in high school. And it felt like nostalgia, but it also felt like sad. It's like melancholy. It's like a really weird feeling of like, for me, it felt like I'm not supposed to be here anymore. Just like, I don't know if like my teenage years, I was like just super depressed and I never realized that. (laughs) But like still being in that environment made me have like a really weird feeling that was nostalgic, but that wasn't necessarily like, oh my God, here's where I blocked out and fell into a bush. You know what I mean? I mean, I still live in Seattle and I feel like I used to feel this all the time where I was like, ugh, like this all feels just like bringing up old shit. And it did until I started making new memories. And so now I have new memories about- to associated with. Mm-hmm, hmm And then I also, I feel sometimes very nostalgic about like college and like college friends. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, I think like college is was a really cool experience in the sense that like our friends were our neighbors. Like you went 10 feet and you had a homie and then you had another homie, even living in the sorority. Like, obviously it was awful. But like the first two days, I remember like waking up next to all these bitches that at the time were my friends, you know, and I was like, this is so cool. Like this kind of feels like you're at camp. I miss that too so much. And I also miss like, not only that your friends are at the same place, but they're like on the same time schedule as you and like they're doing the same thing as you. So it's like you just felt this closeness with people because it's like you guys are all going through finals week. Everybody's stressed out. You know, you guys are all like trying to figure out summer internships. Now I feel like everyone's like doing a totally different thing. Like those same people that I went through, you know, dead week with are now have like two fucking kids, right? And so we're just in such a different place. And so it was cool to have such like a shared experience with such a large group of people. I agree. And I think like this happens with a lot of people. There's like a moment in time where you have a really close friend group and everybody's on the same wavelength. And having now be the time where like literally one person's popping out a kid, one person's buying a house, one person's moving to New York and other people are doing a podcast, you know, like people are literally all over the place. There's some people I know that like have decided to be porn stars, different paths of life. How did we all get there? I don't know. And sometimes I feel like I really on the same topic of like romanticizing because I'm big on that. Like, oh, I romanticize the past like there's no other. And sometimes like I feel like that's super toxic because I think about college sometimes and I'm like, oh my God, I miss all these people. And I'm like, do I really miss them? Were we really that great of friends? Or were we all just like super sad together and just happened to be like drinking buddies that were in the same place at the same time? You know, I used to get really butthurt when people didn't say hello to me. And I still do. But there was one that happened recently that like truly hurt me because we were like friends in college. And I'm pretty sure that he did not say hello because he was with his girlfriend who I know Mm. I've met her. Mm. I don't think I would have said hey to me either, you know, if I were him. (laughs) And it kind of just was like, you know what? I'm going to like give those memories the benefit of the doubt but I have less longing for that time because I'm kind of realizing it was like, well, if they were truly my homies, they would definitely be saying hello to me in public. And then you, I went to Capitol Hill block party recently, though this past weekend, and a shit ton of people said hello to me. I saw a bunch of fucking people, you know, so 
I think those are outliers, people who choose not to say hello or choose not to recognize your existence. What I've learned is a lot of people are fucking awkward. Like, I would say I used to have, like, really bad social anxiety. I still do here and there. But, like, some people just don't know how to act. Like, literally, they forget how to act. And to a lot of people, I would just say, like, treat people with respect. You know, like, a high is, like, the least amount of effort and the least, like, most basic amount of respect that you can give to somebody. Like, and I, if I don't say hi to you, it's because I probably don't like you. Yep. You know what I mean? So to me, if you don't say hi to me, it means you do not like me. And that's what I'm going to take it as. And yeah, if you don't feel like you want to say hi to people in your college, I feel like you're totally like that you went to school with. I feel like you feel entitled to that. But I also feel like you should know that you may be fucking rude. I I remember the texts. I remember the late night texts, sir. That I didn't respond right? to, you fucking right? weirdo. Yeah. I feel like that's why he did say hello. It's because he just didn't want to face that side of him. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Back when I used to booty call this bitch twice yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. But she wasn't interested. Uh, I should actually, I'm going to write that down for a future episode because those texts are fucking funny and I can dig them up pretty easily. Oof. I think, I feel like sometimes before, I'll say this, I used to miss exes until I was in my like, next relationship and then you like totally forget about them. But once you actually have a serious relationship and you've like fully healed from your last one, it's like you miss your ex until you're next. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I always think so. Maybe I'm just upgrading and I'm doing better, but yeah, I don't ever know. It's not something I, I do. I don't know if I just like love people really passionately or what, but I wouldn't just say this with like romantic like exes. I would say this with like even friend exes. Like That's if we're no longer different, but friends, yeah. No, because like I would say at least like with my ex, like we were best fucking friends. Like, yes, obviously we had a romantic connection, but like that was my best fucking homie for like years. You know what I mean? And Yeah, to this day, I don't want to pursue a romantic relationship. I really don't. But I do miss them on a friend level. I do miss like, oh, we had a common, we had so many common interests. You know what I mean? Like you really develop like good, at least I did. I developed like a really good friendship. And maybe that's why literally like my relationship, my relationship lingered for so long because romantically there wasn't that much there, but like, like love and uh, friendship and respect level that, that was always there. And yeah, I get really nostalgic sometimes about people in my life that I shared large like number of years with. Like if you knew me for a chunk of time and we went through like a lot of shit together and even we went through stages where we weren't friends and then we found our ways like back to each other. Like for me, those those like burn a little. And now that people are in different places in their lives, it makes sense like why maybe we won't be reuniting but yeah, like sometimes the nostalgia makes me want to like reach out, right? But I've learned that mostly it's better to leave things in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I've tried to, I've tried to like regather it and it really never ends well because people have like really different versions like of what happened. And after some time, it people only grow more into themselves and their own personalities where there is like there's been so much time and so much shit in between that there really isn't anything to build like a connection with like in in the present i feel this with both types of exes like i remember um i saw something on my ex's facebook where i was like oh like they've been really wanting this like for a really long time like i should reach out and part of me was like 
I think I'm going to leave it. He has about 156 other people commenting on this. I don't think I need to reach out. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, absolutely don't reach out. Actually, I don't even know why you still have him on Facebook. He should be blocked. (laughs) But I'm just saying, you know, I think sometimes I think to what your point was saying is that someone else has a different version of things. I think sometimes when you reach out to people in the past, you end up getting a very different response than you thought because you're like, oh, shit. My bad. Like, I didn't remember it like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that works, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Or other people are just going through different shit. I mean, some of my, I would say, best friendships, I've had, like, breaks in. Like, even, like, you and me, I think we were in, like, super close for, like, months of time. But then, like, we'd come back together. But I think for that to happen, you still have to have, like, something that connects you. You know, whether Mm -hmm. that is, like where you're living, where you are in your lives, a common interest, like just something. Yeah. And then also like, do you ever go back? I know I'm not the only one that goes back and stalks herself on Instagram. Like I'll go through my Instagram feed. I haven't done this in a while, but I used to do it more often before. I feel like I I, look at my old photos. I I stalk my Snapchat like on this day last year. Like I probably do that every single Mm. day. And it has it's such a mix of things because one thing, you know, I was an orientation counselor and I've been like very much missing that because I get photos every day of like these groups of kids that I got to help out and like hanging out with like a super solid group of people. But then I also get like memories of like photos I didn't know existed that are not a great representation of how I want to be represented anymore. (laughs) Uh, and you're like, oh, yeah, that is awkward. Like, I cannot believe I used to publicly post photos of me like this. But and that's not even the worst part. If you have those photos, imagine what other photos are out there of you during this time. These are the ones you took. There's other people oh, with those photos. Well, that's why I've, I can't run for president. I, <laughs> I can't. But... Uh, I sometimes just go through old photos and like I, I, it's nice just to have a picture, a memory to be reminded of something good every day, at least for me. Yeah, I used to Snapchat like very consistently. So I do get a lot of like funny memories from people that are no longer in my life. And sometimes I want to share them because that shit is literally so good. But then I'm like, I can't post pictures of my ex. It's like, it it won't go well. (laughs) Yeah, I it's funny, like, how you forget about things, you know? And I think that our generation with, like, having smartphones, we have so many memories mm-hmm. that now my, like, my Snap memories, when I first started using Snap, like, obviously, they were, like, a year, two years old. Now I have Snap memories that are, like, six years old. Yeah, literally. Which is, like, that's crazy. So that's, like, 22. So I even have some... I've started using Snapchat when I was 21. I'm 28. So I have seven years of memories, which is, like, crazy. Yeah, and so... Yeah, it does make me miss some people. Some people. I I also see this as like when I look back at my Instagram and I have pictures of like my ex-boyfriend and I'm like, should I archive these? But I was like, I don't know. Like people really have to like creep to get to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, maybe I'll just keep them. But then that goes into that whole issue. It's like, should you keep the pictures of your ex on your social media? It's only it's my social media. I don't post nobody, no mom. Unless you're like my homie. Oh! <laughs> I've learned that I am the type of person that like likes to post the people in my life. I'm cringy. I'm so cringy. I'm like, when I'm in love, I'm like, oh my God, here's them everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. 
I think another reason is that I know half of my followers are creepy men. So it's like, I got to keep up the illusion. <laughs> you got to keep the fans happy. Yeah. The fans, please keep the mystery alive. Exactly. The well. dream of being with me alive in their hearts. No, because then you stop posting them and immediately the hoes know. <laughs> you know how many people reached out to me that oh, were yeah. like, I guess still with your boyfriend? We haven't seen him on your social media. One guy asked me, Do you like bo- do you like men? Because I never seen them on your Snapchat. And I'm like, actually, no, I don't. Don't reach out to me. Thank you. That's <laughs> No, I, I think that's another reason it's like a breakup post is like I like I don't uh, those people are ballsy, bro. I don't know whose latest breakup post I saw, and I was like <gasps> Or there's the, like, the elusive breakup post, like, I'm so excited for this new chapter of my life, and then you go back and all their shit's archived. Like, don't post about a new chapter, then archive it. People are so yeah. nosy, but it's funny. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I love looking for people's exes on their social media. I just want a visual representation of what they look like. You know, this is like with anybody else. Like, mm-hmm. if you're talking about a boy you like or whatever, I'm like, show me his Instagram. And then the first thing is always like, oh, my God, like, I can't find a good picture. Bitch, I know. Men's Instagrams are embarrassing, okay? They they make yeah. them to embarrass us. Or I if don't they're care. good, it's, like, cringy. Suspect. Like, the Love yeah. Island guys, You like, they scroll through their Instagram, and I'm just like, Y'all literally just post thirst traps. Like, you have, like, 128 thirst traps. Like, I mean, I don't know. There's really nothing appropriate with a man's social media. I know. Unless it's, like, art, creative. Mm. Or if they're, like, you know, really given. Like, if you're really into fashion and fashion. it's really, really good, yes. I like You're those. into skateboarding. Else, I want to see this garbage. skateboarding yeah. tricks. But, like. <laughs> I want to see talent. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that. That's a great, <laughs> um, great helpful hint. Yeah. Great helpful hit. But these, anyways, back to on topic. These men are so good at covering their exes. I can't. That's not on topic. Ha- that is on topic. <laughs> because I said, like, I like stalking oh. people's thing because I want a visual representation of what their exes look like. And they're so good. I haven't, I can't find them for a while. <laughs> they really wipe them off the face of the earth. Those people are hurt, bro. <laughs> Plugs of the week. My plug of the week is a native um, run bookstore called Paperbacks and Fry Bread. And you can obviously find them online. They're an online store and they're basically about decolonizing your bookshelf. So basically by not purchasing from like Amazon or Audible and basically more money goes into the author's hands. And then they also have curated some amazing by Pock and queer book lists. So again, they're at paperbacks and fry bread, and you can find them um, on every social media page through that tag. Okie dokie. My plug of the week goes to Beverly Salas, and you can find her at Beverly Salas on Instagram. She is an artist. She basically makes just like really, really awesome I would say almost like psychedelic trans transcendental art, um, a little bit of like surrealism in there. And sh- you can get like all sorts of stuff. You can get prints on her site. You can get t-shirts. You can get these dope ass tapestries she make. 
So go check her out again, Beverly Salas on Instagram, or just go to her shop at beverlysalas.com. That's it for the plugs of the week. All right, you guys, that's the episode. Thank you guys again for being on this crazy journey with us. Why don't you, we're going to put a little poll on our Instagram and you can tell us your favorite episode or maybe an episode you want to see in the future for the next 100. Thank you guys so much again. If you want to rate and review, this is a great time to do it. And also, you can follow us on all of our socials. It's thanks the number for your concern. You can find me at LLTutor. And I'm at Bernice Diaz M. Bye. Bye.